0: we jump into our topic this evening we're gonna blame roscoe because he was bad bad
1: roscoe bad (laughs) he's looking at me like
0: before we jump into our topic let's start out by talking about where we've been since we all last got together and dan we're gonna start with you pressure
1: you know it's not fair because this is kind of pressure because it's like i went to the arena you know what i mean
0: uh so we want to talk about it first man
1: okay well you're not gonna like what i have to say um I went to Madison Square Garden to see Phil Collins. Not a sporting event, Phil Collins. Um, I will say this. I, so I came up from South Jersey, went to the city. You know, you rode a train in, you walk upstairs, you're there. Uh, so getting into it was one of the easiest that DC and Philly are just, you're there. Once you get there, you're
0: there. There's no futzing around. Trust me, as someone who's driven there, yeah, you want to take the train. No doubt. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh my God. I couldn't, I can't imagine, um, trying to drive there because you, you look at the, you look at the, hold on. We're going to move as I talk. You look at the map and you're like, where do you park? And then you realize it's New York City. You ain't parking anywhere. You just, you got to kind of ride. So here come with me, everybody, uh, to the regular background. There we go. Um, the queue was the worst queue I've ever been in. To get into that building, it took forever, and I don't know if it was just because it wasn't a sporting event and it was an off night for certain people. Uh, it was the longest wait I've ever had to get into a place, and it, and it's hot because it's you know underground and it's just a wonderful time. But once you get in there, I it's weird because last episode. Last episode, it was, um we talked about certain arenas uh, for hockey because uh, we're doing Obey the Puck, and we were talking about how, I'm so ADD, I'm trying to ignore all that technical stuff. <laughs> but, uh, when you walk into an older arena, you feel this. You, you feel where you're walking. We talked uh, Hershey Park Arena specifically. So I went into this thinking, I'm going to MSG, I'm going to. You're going to feel something. I didn't, I don't know if it's because it's been renovated so many times. And I mean, and I mean that in a positive way. Like, uh, it mm-hmm. didn't, it didn't feel like I was walking into something that was crumbling. It didn't feel like that I was walking into something that was going to break down and crumble on top of you at the very next minute. It didn't feel as old as it was. But on the other hand, it was like, it didn't feel until you sat down in the chairs. Uh, that felt old. Um, <laughs> I felt old for days after that. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't walk into that building and go, I can smell history here. Cause you know, you argue about the Rangers, um, and liking them and the original six in the NHL. It's still a historic building, uh, wrestling historically, boxing historically, basketball, uh, not the Knicks, um, <laughs> hockey. It's a historic building and I just didn't feel that. It felt very much like, eh, yeah, I'm here. Cool.
0: Even when you look up at the classic roof,
1: I couldn't see it. Ah, I couldn't see it where I sat. That was the problem. That was you, you, perfect segue where I sat. Uh, cause I saw Phil last year in October uh, in Philly and I, you know, spent some money on those tickets and, uh, I spent, I sat close. So it was, it's weird because it was uh, with my dad that he's the guy that raised me on Phil Collins. So I got that in before he had his truck. He's fine now, but it was before mobility issues, serious mobility issues. Another story for another time. Um, So I was like, well, I do want to see him just in case this is it. Uh, So I'll just, I'll buy a cheap seat, which it wasn't technically a cheap seat. But again, another story for another time, Ticket Bastard. So I sat. Like the first three rows of the upper section, the two hundreds. And there's two things that throw me off. There is a I don't know if this is new or if it's been there. It can't have it couldn't have been there when it was originally built. I could be wrong talking on my ass, but I this is no way this, this is original. There is a section in between the roof and the top section that goes across along before you get to the famous roof where people see sit and eat and watch the show. It overlooks. Bridge. Is that what? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I was going to call it a bridge. It's a section though, yeah. but you got to walk across catwalk from the set, from the uh, concourse across over top of just space underneath you. It's an enclosed, you know, walkway, but you still, you're walking across that when there's nothing below you, but uh, the arena floor or seats. And then you're in this whole section that wraps around to the other side. You know, on one side of seats looking down directly at the arena, which I assume for a hockey and basketball game is an amazing seat. I mean, you're looking straight down because you're past the upper sections and you're looking straight down below you. I don't know how that went for a concert that was over here, but I can imagine for uh, stuff that's happening in the center, that was probably a great seat. Um. <clears throat> but that blocked all the views of everything above <laughs> that section. I couldn't see the ceiling. I couldn't see, I could barely see the banners from where I was sitting. The banners were to the extreme left at the end of the bowl. And that was also blocked off. So I couldn't see the roof. I couldn't see the speakers. I couldn't see anything. Uh And I feel that took a, away a lot from experiencing Master Square Garden, because when you see that, say that name, I think of two things. I think of what it looks like on the outside. And I think of that roof. And I didn't see any of that because I was inside. Now I will say this. That is the best design for getting to a section. You're in the towers. You get off at the door and the floor you're on. And that's it. You're done. You don't, you walk the concourse. You're at your seat. That is one of the best ideas I've ever seen. And it was probably built for necessity of where it is in the city. Uh, but you're, you're upstairs, up, upstairs, step, step, step. Uh, here's your seats. Okay. Get out of the stairwell. You're in the concourse. Boom. Done. I have to admit, I, I have to assume that that takes a lot of stress out of walking the balconies. Um, and because I sat so high, I'm going to be nice about my review. I did not experience the arena like I wanted to. Uh, and because I was worried about missing the train, I howled ass out of there when it was over anyway. Um, and even that was easy. You're down six, seven flights of stairs, you're at the station. You're done. Um, so yeah, I think I'll have to go back to actually experience a sporting event, but, um, I feel sitting, if you're going to go to MSG and you got, if you can spend the extra money and sit a little lower, because had I known that I would have spent the money and bought another seat down below at the, on the lower bowl. So I could look up at everything. I had no idea that that was going to, Now most people who don't do a podcast about fricking arenas, don't give a sh- uh, crap. Whoops. Don't give a crap about Beep. Yeah, no, no, I stopped. That's uh, I don't have to edit that one. Uh, they don't give a crap about a sky bridge blocking the roof because you're not looking at the roof. But there are parts where, you know, I've seen Phil every Phil Collins tour either on tape or in person since he's been doing this. So there's certain parts of the song I'm like, I don't need to see this. Uh, Skybridge, great. There's a guy sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> so I will reserve any final view until I go back for a sporting event. But I will say this. There's not gonna be many arenas that's gonna be getting into the that I as I was walking up the stairs to the concourse, I was like, This is freaking great. I love this. This is excellent. Oh, here's my stop. See you later. <laughs> I
0: mean I, I haven't been to MSG since before the renovation, so I it the I wouldn't even be able to recognize the place, I'm sure. I don't know about you, Mark or Dave. Uh it's been almost
2: ten years for me, so Uh, That was pre-renovation.
1: It was the concourse. Is just it felt like another concourse. And and I'm trying. uh,
2: Yeah, you're right. uh, Go ahead,
3: Mark. No, you're absolutely right. You get off the train and you go upstairs. There's the arena. Uh, I'm trying to think another facility that easy to get to get in and out of uh, based on mass transit. D.C.
0: Washington comes to mind. It's
1: it's it's the same deal. It's just a smaller station because it's not a major hub. Penn Station is the hub in New York. Yeah, this is just a this is just a metro stop in DC. But you're literally up the stairs around the corner, front door.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, Boston's yeah. like that too. Or, or you think of uh City Field and uh, Yankee Stadium are like that too. Subway oh, yeah, yeah. stop is right outside the ballpark. Yeah, Yankee Stadium. Uh, yeah, a little bit Fenway
2: a walk. or not Fenway? Sorry, Fenway's a
0: little walk. Yeah, uh,
2: Wrigley, U.S. Cellular are both on the. Um, yep. Yep, yeah, or, sorry, yeah, not US guaranteed rate field. The is L the cellular. Right on the L. Yeah. Yeah, there and uh I and also Seattle's right off their uh their
3: mass transportation, which you can take right from the airport and hit both stadiums, uh all the stadiums in Minneapolis, Saint Paul or uh are right there. Target field station is the last stop for the train in the light rail.
0: And from MSG we'll go to a little bit of a smaller venue. Actually no, it's probably a larger venue but in a smaller place. Yeah. Mark, you were at Indiana State this week.
3: Yes, I was at my alma mater checking out some sycamore football at Memorial Stadium, which back in 1925 was a 16,000 12,000 seat baseball stadium that uh, got high remarks and high reviews from everyone who attended. Fast forward almost a 100 years later, and it's a very generic, basic football field that every time I go back, somebody tells me they're going to renovate it or they're going to move to campus or they're going to do this or they're going to do that. But we are still left with this basic grandstand of a football field. And unless it's homecoming, there's not much going on there. Maybe the beginning of the season when the weather's nice uh, – I would suggest this for the only people who are really digging college football and want to try to get as many venues as they can. Uh, would not suggest this as a place to go out of your way for, even though it's where I spent four years of my life. Uh, really, really, really would like to see something change there pretty soon. They're renovating the basketball arena, uh, so maybe that's a sign of things to come. After that, we uh, head over to... Eastern Illinois to uh, check out O'Brien Field, the home of the Eastern Illinois University Panthers. Uh, They produced a couple famous quarterbacks, uh, one being uh, Tony Romo, and the other one being uh, Garoppolo from San Francisco. Tony Romo, Uh, yeah, Tony Romo went to Eastern Illinois. These are things I didn't know, but when you go there, his number is retired. They have this little area where his jerseys are and his accomplishments. It's like wow, it's it's pretty. Indiana cool. State doesn't have that. I mean, <laughs> and, and the team wins. They 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 have like sixteen playoff appearances since nineteen eighty one, a national championship in seventy eight, and and it's not a stadium that's any fancier. It's almost a very similar design, but there's more people there. There's a lot more events going on with uh, vendors row outside where you can get barbecue and kettle chips and. Uh, certain, uh, you know, like burgers grilled, uh, it's, it's just a completely different environment. Uh, something I would probably suggest someone to go to if you're into these smaller college football programs, you know, it's a little bit out of the way. It's, it's not as easy to get to as let's say in the end of state from where I am, but, uh, you know, two venues that are about an hour away from each other, maybe a little less, uh, and, you know, it just tells you how one City can do a great job, and the other college can do a lousy job. So, uh, did some small town college football this weekend, and uh, I'm going to do try to get to these venues before it gets icy cold. Because when that happens, I, I hate being out there at these places with the wind kicking at you.
0: Now, I don't really think when compared to what where Dave's probably been, that we're, that Indiana State, and Eastern Illinois would be considered small town football.
3: No. Oh.
1: Let's hear it. Well, before I just wanted to add before, uh, because I thought te- I had a
0: good segue there. You you did have, good segue yeah. segue. How do you like
1: it? How do you like it? You've done it to me three shows no, I in a row. You've done it to me three years in a row. And I, I just wanted to say three years, three days, shows, months, years. I've on two hours of sleep. Leave me alone. Um, like I want to say, uh, as far as reviewing food. Uh, unless it's something I really, 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 really ever need. I'm never spending that kind of money on food. Just to, overall. I didn't even look. I didn't leave my seat. I didn't go to that. There's no way.
0: No, I, I rarely eat in an arena myself. Oh, Same God. reason.
1: Good. Sorry, Dave.
2: Toledo. Hey, so oh. Are we segueing from football to football or is it just gone now? You can go wherever you want. All right. Well, uh, for us here, it started the, uh, OUA hockey season. So, uh, over the two weekends, I had four Laurier hockey games. And, um, I I guess the highlights, the highlights were, uh, I wanted Chuck a puck and, um, my son kicked my butt at the shootout on the ice. Hmm. So yeah, uh, the Hawks did nothing. (laughs) They were terrible. But those were the highlights. Winning at pug is pretty is pretty good. Good I, prize? i, I got to say, I was impressed. No, it was a $25 Freshie gift card, so I literally just gave it to my wife. But, you know, it's all about the glory and, and winning in front of,
0: you know, 100 people. <laughs> That's like, like when it. they give away a t-shirt at a game, and I walk in and it's a large or a medium. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Here you go, Pam. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, even in the shootout, like my son beat me, and he won a T-shirt, and it was like a medium. And I was like, "Well, I wasn't going to win it, you know. It was going to do me no good anyway. (laughs) I could have used it as a backdrop for my uh, stadium journey podcasting." Anyway, uh, no, I did catch some football. Also, Uh, went down to the University of Windsor under the shadows of the Ambassador Bridge uh, to Alumni Field at University of Windsor Stadium. And it's a, you know, it's a pretty decent venue. Um, my expectations of OUA venues sort of changed over time. Uh, once I started going to places that didn't have washroom facilities and suddenly it was like, Oh, okay. You know what? This is a a permanent venue. It's, it's got decent seating. It's, you know, they have a spot for concessions. Um, and, and I guess, you know, Windsor, it only holds about 2,000 and they're a program that's kind of, I, I would consider them a yo-yo program. They're, they're either way up or they're way down. And currently they're way down. But, um, you know, they, they don't, they don't draw like, uh, like a Western would or, or like, uh, a, a Queens would or something like that. So, you know, 2,000 seats is, is probably a good spot to be. And, um, you know, if you're bored of the game, you can watch the traffic coming in from Detroit. It's, uh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so
0: it's right, it's right under the bridge.
2: It's, it's like literally from my seat. I just look up to the right and I could see the bridge. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if you, you look across, you see, uh, it's, uh, here on church road, which is essentially exiting right off the ambassador bridge. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's the other thing is it's a fully functional track facility and those are really spacious right? There's space everywhere. Uh, you're, you're, the seats are at least eight lanes of, of track away from the from the field. So you're already, you know, a little bit further away. And there's space for the jumping pits and the pole vault and all that stuff kind of all over. So it, it did have a very spacious field to it. Um, and then the other game I went to was, oh, it, you know, mark this one. I'm I pretty sure it's going to be my game of the year. It was a battle of Waterloo and, uh, the good guys came out on top. It was at warrior field, um, review coming real soon. And warrior field took a a big bump because they just opened their field house, which provided warrior field with washroom facilities, which is a good thing. Uh, but yeah, the good guys came out of a, on a 53 to 50, uh, victory in triple overtime. Um, with, like, three seconds left, Waterloo, uh, it was tied, Waterloo, all they had to do is kick the ball into the end zone. Canadian football, you kick the ball into the end zone, that's a point, right? Yeah, the rouge. So they were, they were going for the field goal. All they had to do was, they didn't even have to hit the field goal. All they had to do was get it into the end zone. Laurier could only do one thing, block it, and they did. And it oh. was amazing. So then we went, like, three overtimes later. I um, mean it's that kind of, you know, that shootout overtime where both teams get at thirty five and so yeah, that was super exciting and uh you know this week coming up, Laurier is is when to get in for the playoffs. It's really that simple. So it was another must win game and we won. So yeah, I was pretty pretty happy with that.
0: Nice. Mark, did you want to jump in about Windsor there for a second?
2: Yeah,
3: I know when I used to visit uh my ex girlfriend in London come in. London, Ontario, coming in from Detroit, you can you pass the stadium, I think on the left hand side.
2: Yeah, if you're coming, it, yeah, if you're Very, coming actually south. <laughs> funny yeah. enough, coming uh, north, bridges, the bridges bridge um, south, it, like yeah. going into Windsor is south. It's kind of strange, but yeah. So it it does just kind of creep up on, up on that bridge. So
3: you know, I kind mm-hmm. of wasn't, you know, when you were talking about Windsor, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that that venue. Yeah, it's yeah. like
0: one of the first things you see yep. uh, when you cross the border. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. a great trivia question. Yeah, somebody, what's the first country you hit if you drive south from Detroit? Yeah. yeah. Answer it. The answer is Canada. <laughs> that Canada. is true. That is true. So, all right. For myself, the last couple of weekends, I spent two weekends ago, spent a lot of time in the great state of Connecticut. So, first up was one of my favorite places <laughs> to see a football game. <laughs> the
1: great state of Connecticut.
0: <laughs> all right, were, you, were you liking the air quotes? chuckling. (laughs) Sorry. Is Kelly nearby you? No, that's why I'm laughing. No, I was expecting to see something get thrown at you. No, I'm far away. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I went to one of my uh, favorite Uh... places to see a football game, and that is the Yale Bowl. The cool thing about the Yale Bowl is if you had gone to the Yale Bowl in, say, 1920 or 2020, Mm -hmm. well, 2020 is next year, but you know what I mean. It looks... Almost exactly the same. Yeah. I've seen some old pictures of the place and it's just amazing. It's very, really a simple facility, but it was groundbreaking at the time. The way they built it is they dug a big hole in the ground, used all the dirt to build up hills around the side berms and just built the seats right into that berm. Really simple. But if you ever, ever been to Michigan Stadium or the Rose Bowl, they kind of copied that design. So it's, it's really cool. You can be right outside the Yale bowl and not know you're right next to a 60,000 seat stadium. Now that's really kind of the downfall of it is it's a 60,000 seat stadium for a team that attracts on a good day, 10,000. I mean, back in the day it was filled, you know, Yale would average close to 60,000 or even, you know, back 40 years ago, they would, they were averaging almost 40,000. Today they're averaging about, well, it depends if Harvard comes to town or not. It's, they still bang the place out for Harvard. So that's some, something I've got to do. That's on, you know, my, my to-do list. Got to catch a Harvard, Harvard Yale game. How many people actually, come out for that? Yeah. But unfortunately I went to a Harvard Fordham game. I mean, a Yale mm-hmm. Fordham game and, uh, there was about 8,000 people there. So imagine 8,000 people in a stadium to seat 60,000. You've got some room to spread out. But I still enjoy going to Yale. Really a, you know, a cool, old, simple place to see a game. The scoreboard doesn't even have a video board. It's just a really old-fashioned, just got the score, the time, mm. the down, and the distance. It's really all that all it has.
2: That's what the uh, MLS is going to look like when they move to Soldier Field next year. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which has well, been yeah. confirmed.
3: Oh, wow. Are they changing the, the name of the team?
2: They haven't said that yet. Okay, that's another rumor I heard. But my, I think it's March twenty second. They're gonna open. Ooh. They've already announced that opening day. Uh, I think it's against the Revs uh, at Soldier Field. Wow.
0: Mm. Yeah, why yeah. not? I have another team. That's some parking place. there. It's way too big. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was the Yale uh, Bowl. Oh, and the other thing, bring a, a cushion. The the bleachers (laughs) will kill your rear end. (laughs) All wooden bleachers all the way around. There's no regular seats in the whole place. All bleachers. Which they painted and replaced a lot of wood. But there's still some benches that you don't want to sit in because you'll get a splinter up your rear end, it's for sure. (laughs) So from New Haven, we drove up to Hartford. Stopped first at City Steam Brewery. Had a couple of naughty nurses. That's their specialty beer, by the way. That's not anything dirty. Um, uh, and then went and saw the season opener for the Hartford Wolfpack. Bums. Uh huh. Bums. Yeah, Hartford, the Civic Center, well, the XL Center is not one of my favorite places to catch a game. Way too big, way too old, way too plain. <laughs> Mostly, way too big.
1: You do not get to comment on Br- Brass Bonanza. Said, look at that finger! What, what is going on with that finger? By the way, anyway, um, have you had, had you ever? Well, look at it. I, I got look at that one finger. That one that does that. Well, look at the other. We got our thread. It's like a son bitch. Um, had you have been there? I'm going to rephrase that question. Have you ever been there? And it's, I'm going to use air quotes because yeah, I you know you like the whaler so much. Hey, Heyday,
0: yeah, okay, yes, I was. It.
1: I'm asking for. I'm not picking on you here. I'm asking for a reason. Uh, was it different when the mall was active? Because I think that one of the best ideas I've ever heard is somebody, I, it was Kelly that told me, oh, yeah, it was a mall and an arena. I'm like, excuse me, what? I need to yeah, live there. It there was a mall,
0: yeah. <laughs> Check out my review on Stadium Journey. Yeah, it was a mall. Um, They had office buildings. They had yeah. um, the arena. They had a convention center all attached, all in this one giant complex. I,
1: I grew up in Jersey. It was, yeah, a mall. I, was a, I was a mall rat for like six or seven years, and I'm like, A hockey arena and a mall. I can't handle it.
3: (laughs) Well, I I was there in '95. I stayed at the hotel next to the arena, and the Florida Panthers stayed. And I was—I got on the uh, elevator with some of the Panther players. Uh, Also, Dan Quayle was there. Ralph Nader was there for a convention. So there was just a lot of stuff going on. Was
2: Dan uh, Quayle there for an English exam or something? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Funny you bring up the Florida Panthers because uh, they're not that far off that that plan, right? Like the big, huge mall uh, was it Sawgrass, Sawgrass Outlet Mall, and is really? right across the road from uh, from where the Panthers play at yeah, Sunrise. this is a whole
1: other. This is a mall. Uh, basically, the arena was inside the mall. Like this is different.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, and you would walk out of the Gap or Wendy's or whatever store you're in and take twenty steps. And you're in the arena.
1: That's insane. Huh. That's amazing. I want that. Now, I think the mall's closed now, right? It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it's all gone. Just oh, burn wow. it all down. And, uh, send, send them
1: somewhere else. No, burn the, down. the
0: issue I have with the XL Center is just that it's too big for the Wolfpack. Exactly. Oh,
1: sure. It was built for, well, it was built for what, WHA slash
0: NHL? It was built for the, yeah, the New England Whalers played there, the WHA, and it originally sat about 10,000. <laughs> then the roof collapsed. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, look it up. Um, 78, um, snowstorm 79. snowstorm in uh, 70 – yeah, 78. <laughs> roof collapsed just a couple hours after a UConn basketball game. Oh. So a few hours before that, there were about four or 5,000 people in there. Wow. So they got out. Roof collapsed overnight. Luckily, nobody was there. Nobody got hurt. The team had to play in Springfield for a year. Springfield, so, you want a small place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they rebuilt it, expanded the capacity over the years. And yeah, it seats about 15, 16,000 now. Way too big.
1: They're, even if they do a good attendance for the Wolfpack, you'll never know because there'll be so many damn empty seats. And it's not right. like there'll be a Calder Cup final there.
3: I mean, do, do they still attract uh, concerts and conventions? Yes, they do. Nothing else okay. there. Yeah. So, and that, and I have
0: been there for a sold out. I'm sorry, Damn. I know you're waiting here. I have been there for a sold out concert. And yeah, it's, it's, I'll get into that later. Dave, what well, do you want
2: to say? Uh, a, rec- a request for our, our New England type uh, correspondence. I don't know how this is possible, but we do not have a review of UConn basketball at the XL Center on the site. We need yeah, that.
0: We do. Uh, yeah, I've done Gamble. A <laughs> yeah, we times. got the we concerned.
2: got the, the on campus one, but I think I mean UConn. Better. It seems they're they're kind of 50-50, fifty, aren't they?
0: Close. Close.
3: 50-50. What do you mean? Do the Do the Celtics like, still play there? They, they no, play that half. In the ages.
2: <laughs> oh, plays half of their yeah. games yeah. on campus and half of them it's at the. Kind of like what
0: Villanova does.
2: Yeah, yeah. Although
0: yeah, Celtics used to play three or four games at, at yeah. the uh, Civic Center a year. Um, yeah, I can't mm-hmm. imagine. Well, I can't imagine. I've been there for a concert where it sold out, but there's one very small, very narrow concourse where you can have one person walk this way and one person walk this way. That's how wide the concourse is. That's and, it. In places. <laughs> In places. Right. So I can't – you can't walk around if there's a big crowd. Hey, and, hold on. Uh, it, yeah, it's very narrow. So, yeah, and that's all they have. So it hey. must have been really tough in the day. But all right, to answer your original question, Dan, I drifted way off. But I'm going to yeah. come back now. It's all right. Um, they didn't sell out often when the Whalers were there, even when the Whalers were at their peak. Right. Like it it, it seated about 15,000, give or take. Yeah. Their average attendance was usually about 10 or 11.
1: I mean, that's so still, you would only, mm.
0: you would only get the big crowds when the Rangers or the Bruins were there.
1: Sure. Basically. Yeah, I
0: get you. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I went with a to a Bruins game there and it was, it was a Bruins home game.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're still, I, I, all kidding aside, I get the rivalry thing, uh, rivalry thing, but you're still like Boston is the hub of New England. I mean, to have another team that close. It's different when you have a team in New York and a team in Philadelphia. It's two different fan bases. But you're literally yeah. – it's like indie wrestling in Jersey. There's like seven shows running on the same weekend. You're fighting for the same fans. Forty people show up to each, and you'll never make any money. I had to throw that out there because I'm bitter.
0: Today. Well, that's that's the problem Hartford had. I think they were they were in the middle. They're probably equidistant to Boston and to New York. Yeah, yeah, you know. it
1: is very close. But still, you're fighting and, and for – Hartford
0: isn't a huge city. Yeah. Hartford is – like the 10th biggest city in new England it's it's not as big as you think so there wasn't a huge base to draw from and when half of you know half the people root for another team just it's just wasn't a recipe for for long-term success yeah yeah that's why i always say the whalers aren't coming back it's just not enough money it's not enough people in that area yeah um yeah but good things about the XL center you're not gonna find a more steeply pitched seating bowl. <laughs> so you're going you're going to have an awesome view of the game. Mm-hmm. For the Wolfpack, they only sell out the lower bowl. You That's can't sit in the upper bowl. Still pretty good, It's a good though. thing. To get up to the top of the upper bowl in Hartford, you need a, a mountain goat and a Sherpa. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a workout to get to the top. Believe me, I have sat in there. <laughs> and the luxury boxes in Hartford are at the top of the upper deck. So That's how they used to big, build them, yeah. you got That's... this big empty upper deck, and you've got a couple luxury boxes up at the top. That's yeah. like just,
3: Cincinnati, uh, too.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what was baffling um, me about the MSG was that sky, those sky seats. I'm like, why?
0: They're up here. Um, But Hartford is really an underrated downtown. People here at Hartford, and, and in the day, I think Hartford was really, really a bad place to be. Yeah. But in the vicinity of the XL Center, there are some great restaurants. There's a couple good brew pubs you got a nice barbecue place. Um, there's things to do downtown. You've got the aquarium. Uh, used to be a mall museum. there, but you ruined it. Huh? What's, there used to be it? a
1: mall there, but you ruined it, didn't you, Connecticut?
3: Malls are dying throughout the country, unfortunately. Not in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, they ain't.
0: Well, no. So, so New Jersey, was,
3: they're safe. They're safe in Jersey.
0: <laughs> so that was the XL Center. And then on the Saturday, I did a cool thing. I went to the WNBA final.
3: Ground
1: control to Major Tom.
0: Something's <laughs> wrong.
1: Go ahead. I'm uh, not even editing cool that. That's was, very funny. I'm leaving that in. Yeah, cool.
0: <laughs> the cool thing was maybe somebody didn't want me to talk about what I did the next hey, day.
1: Hey, hey, shut up.
0: You can't talk about it. Uh which is the WNBA finals at the Mohegan Sun Arena. Saw game three of uh, Connecticut Sun in the Washington Mystics, where uh, Washington just went crazy from the three-point line, hit 17 three-pointers, Won the game in a walk away. And, uh, I had never been to an event there where it was that full. It was 10,000 people at a women's basketball awesome. game. that's awesome. So I, don't tell me women's sports doesn't have interest. Can no, I just, no, they, they do, they do well there. Let me, let me just in say, Minnesota. you
1: mentioned, you mentioned the Mystics. Um, being a Philly guy that moved to the DC metro area, like, and I'll elaborate later. I, I don't care about the Philly Nats thing really, but what makes me laugh is, um, F the Redskins. It's just like Philadelphia, and I love the Eagles, but for years, Philadelphia was Eagles this, Eagles that, Eagles up and down. the, And the Flyers, the Sixers, and the Phillies had brought championships to the city when the football team didn't. But the sports radio and sports media was all about Eagles, Eagles. D.C. it's the same BS. Yes. Skin, 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 skin. Not only does your name suck, but you suck, and you've had for years that all these other teams are winning – I almost, and I'm wearing this shirt and I'm about to say this, I almost want the Nats to win so the Mystics, the Nats, and the Caps can win a championship. The Skins are just still going, we're the Skins. It would make me laugh so hard.
3: Oh, my
2: God. In in the second inning with the Nationals up uh, 7-zip over the Cardinals, they look like they're on their way. The Nats are going to the series, it looks like. I
3: mean, who predicted that? I mean, none of us. The conspiracy.
2: Hey, they could get it. You know what? Washington has been able to do this all without a bullpen. So, yeah. You know, if Their they get into the bullpen, the who knows.
3: <laughs> well, that pitching is is killing it, especially this series against the Cardinals. It's ridiculous.
1: Well, I mean, who cares about All without the Harper. Cardinals?
3: Yeah. Well, all the, all the Rendon's going to leave after the season, so enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, good for them. Like it's I said, I'll,
1: I might elaborate that on that later, but uh, it's not going to go in the it's not going to go in the direction you would think a Philly boy would go. All
0: right, so I'll wrap up real quick. here. Uh, hurry up, Mark, uh, Paul, whatever your name. Why can't I get your name right? Gee, I'm shutting up now. You sound like my dad. My dad always got my name wrong when he'd get pissed at me, he and the funny you. thing was, I have the same name he does. I was
1: going to say it's the same name. You look <laughs> the same too.
0: <laughs> so uh, you know what was cool about going to the WNBA finals. You had a sellout crowd, very enthusiastic, and you didn't have the jerks who were taking the game way too seriously I that you get like at a football game or something. It was nice, and I, you could talk to people from Washington, and everybody was friendly, and everybody was into the game.
1: So I, nice. I'm sorry. I yeah. know a, no, I was just talking over you. I know a guy out here, um, his name, um, he, he goes to all the wrestling shows, but he's the biggest Mystics fan. And to see him, and I mean, hardcore Mystics fan, and to watch his reaction while everybody else is talking about
0: Redskins football
1: is just, I was loving it. I was like, oh, I'm so happy for that guy. And the team, of course.
0: Yeah. yeah it, was, I, it was a nice, it was a fun series.
1: I can't be mad. I have no dog in that race.
0: There you go. Horse. Neither did I really, but it was still fun to be there.
1: Yeah, so, I bet.
0: It, it segues nicely into our topic today, too. And but real quick, last weekend I spent the whole weekend at Warrior Ice Arena for the home opener for the Boston Pride. Tons of fun. So I mean I was working, but it was so much fun. And man, being a PA announcer is a lot harder than you'd think. Come on, give us give it to us now. Give us your, your best goal call with the hardest name. Yes, on, dance on the Pride. monkey. My my uh let's see, the I'm lucky. There's not really any hard names on the team this year. (laughs) But I'd have to, but I would really say the most fun one I had to say and the biggest reaction I got was Christina Poutina. (laughs) Poutine?
1: Poutina. Poutina. Always got to go to poutine. (laughs) I'm the fattest one here and you always got to go to food,
2: Dave. (laughs) Sorry, uh, my daughter's addicted to poutine.
0: Uh, Who is
1: it? I'm addicted to cheese. You know what
0: I'm saying? My
1: hottest girl.
0: The pride schedule is nuts. We got six home games in October, and then three the rest of the year. So oh that's, that's kind of so that's where I'm going to be all of October. Um, crowds were really disappointing on Columbus Day weekend or Indigenous Persons Weekend, depending on what state you're in. Um, yeah, the Sunday game only had about a hundred people there, so that was really disappointing. So I'm hoping things pick up. We'll we'll see. So let's uh, we've talked about where we've been enough. Let's jump into our topic today, which is playoffs. Cue the Jim Mora meme. Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? So I guess oh, the wait, first sorry, question is, have any of us been to one of the big – what's our playoff experience looking like? No. So big four playoffs? No. Well, we can start with the big four and go downhill from there.
3: Still. Yeah, New Jersey Devils 1995 no, Eastern no, no. Conference. He said major yeah. sports. Oh, ma- hockey's not major sport? No, the Devils aren't. <laughs> oh, well,
0: yeah, this year they're not. I'm right. telling obey the puck, Dan. You tell them.
1: Oh, you this tell has been
3: tough. do you think the Devils are better the Devils. than the Flyers? A goalie that could stop, you know, a shot. Uh, they played the Flyers in the conference finals, and uh, that was a game they oh. lost. It was – they had – I think they had a 3-2-1 lead, and I think Lindros tied it up, and, and then they won in overtime. Oh, man. And we, we were blue. We're like, dang, but they wind up winning the next two games and, uh, a few, a few weeks later, the Stanley Cup. Uh, so yeah, that, that was, that was at the old Meadowlands Arena, which, uh, was packed. I mean, 19,000 people at that, that place. So, uh, that was a lot of fun I'm trying to think of anything else, uh, playoff games I've been to. Hmm. Get back to me. Anybody else?
2: I've got I've got nothing nothing huge. Pacers um, Knicks. I got I got bowl games. Oh no no no. Which I, I don't. Know, they're post-season, the post-season. Yeah. postseason. Yeah. Um, not huge. I guess the Citrus Bowl was probably sure. probably the biggest uh, bowl game that I've been yeah, to, and and we had a blast at that. Um, I have been to the Great Cup. Wow. Mark, oh Great Cup. C- 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 yeah, I've been to get '96.
0: Yeah. Well, there you
2: go. That's a championship game. Man. Yeah. Great. Hey Calbo, a dog that one. Yeah, I didn't even enjoy uh, Lenny Kravitz's halftime show. So. Well um, no, I guess that that's a big name performer right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, saw no, Rider Nation win, uh the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, so that was that was kind of cool. Um and it was at Rogers Center. And, you know, they had a full house there that of like fifty-two thousand uh which and still you know it's so much of the so much of the Great Cup is is the stuff leading up to it. Um and there's still this this legend of of calgary Stampede's fans you know bringing a horse into the into the royal york hotel and if you know anything about toronto like the royal york is the bougie old school hotel in in toronto so
3: well we'll stay staying on the rogers center 2015 i was outside of the facility uh when the blue jays were playing the texas rangers i i didn't have a ticket to get in but uh I remember the excitement and the fever and the packed crowds and how excited it was to see the Toronto fan base, you know, out in full support. And uh, that was a day my wife told me, just go out and do your thing. I'm staying in the hotel and just chilling. <laughs> and uh, if I didn't have to go back and have other plans, I would have found a way to get tickets or found a way to get into that stadium. Because believe you me, it was it was very infectious, the fever that was going on there. Uh, but uh yeah, Grey Cup 96, I was there in Hamilton. Cold, I was also sick, but I got to watch a championship game played on a snow cover field with Doug Flutie leading the charge. So uh, I don't think I appreciate it as much as I do now, but that was one heck of a game. Uh, so, uh, And you're right, just a lot of people from all over the, the country uh, embarked on Hamilton. I think I saw every single team. Jersey or, you know, a lot of Calgary fans with their flags. Nobody was arguing. It was just a big
2: party in Steel Town. Yeah. Uh, going back to your baseball experience, Mark, uh, four years ago yesterday was was the big bat flip. Oh. <sighs> oh Man, I still get chills. What now. did it do?
3: What did you get? Uh, huh? well, it, what did, it won what the did series. you get it, for it, won, it? It won that division.
1: Ooh!
2: But. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. See, this I don't, I don't is know. why these Philly guys are all cranky. It's all or nothing. Like, yes! The journey does not matter. No, it doesn't. Okay, they, they won it's the Division Series. They nothing. lost to Kansas City. All I have to
1: hear
3: about is Joe Carter the rest of my life. You don't get a bat flip. <laughs> that bat flip was quite mighty. Now, of course, yeah, there was, was three great. errors in that inning leading up to the bat flip. People yeah. forget about. But still, that bat flip, that was probably his last hurrah.
2: Don't oh,
0: you totally. think Toronto. And then he got well, punched yeah. in the face for yeah, it. Get next, next, <laughs> next, <laughs> up after that, that was a good shot, too. dude. He I was gonna nuts. say that's oh. one of the best, the best punches. Thing about that punch were his glasses because they popped off, whoop, straight up in the it, air. It is <laughs> literally
1: one of the best punches I've ever seen a man deliver to another man. It
2: was just straight up. you. Wow. <laughs> so I, I I do have uh, one one playoff experience, and it it probably ranks in my top. In my top three, and and you might, you know, downplay this, but uh, in my top three sporting experiences in life, is the uh, two thousand and five Vanier Cup. So it's one thing to go to a championship game, and that's pretty cool, or playoff game. It's a whole different thing to be in the stands when your team mm. is on the field, and uh, you know, we played uh, Laurier won that Vanier Cup. We we played Saskatchewan. Um, and at no point in time did I think we were going to win that. Like we were overmatched throughout the whole game and score, you know, hit a really late field goal. Um, and I still remember just being in total shock. And, uh, at Laurier one of the traditions is, um, the athletic programs were really built by three guys from West Virginia. One came up and then called his three buddies and said, Hey, come on up here. Let's, there's this little school. Let's build it up, and they came up. So there are so many attachments to the uh, John Denver song, "Country Roads," uh, and when when Laurier won the Vanier Cup at uh, Iverwind Stadium, they didn't play "We Are the Champions." They didn't play you know Thunderstruck or anything like that. They played uh, "Country Roads," "Take Me Home," and that was that was pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Dave, because one of my favorite um, experiences was in 1999, the the ride to the Calder Cup for the Providence Bruins. And, uh, yeah, to be there, you know, never mind my own personal slant on it was because, you know, I, 99 was a rough year. Uh, That's when I got divorced and everything. And so being able to latch on to that team and getting to know some of the guys on the team and be kind of, you know, way on the side, but be a little bit of a part of it because, we got to celebrate with the team afterwards at Players' Corner Pub, which is no longer there. Missed that place. Um, and drink out of the cup that night. It was, just, it was just such a thing. And even discounting all that, just to be there watching your team win. It's out yeah. of this world experience. You know, funny enough, uh,
2: just two years prior to 05, um, I have my biggest sporting regret. So in 03, uh, the Rangers made a, a trip. To the Memorial Cup, they they ran the table, and at that time, it uh, was the year my daughter was born, and we went to uh, at least one playoff game in every series. And they went to the Memorial Cup, and then you know Memorial Cup's a whole a whole week, and on um, the final game, I could have got tickets, but it was. You know, just one of those things, you know, it's in Quebec City, it's a twelve hour drive, I gotta work in the morning, how am I gonna do it? one year later, I would have I would have
0: done it yet. that's really interesting. We've got kind of a diverse experience of playoffs. One thing I wanted to talk about real quick was especially being like a guy who focuses on minor leagues, because you know, the cost factor is one thing, but the difference in playoffs between the different sports. Like minor league hockey the playoffs really mimic the NHL. Four rounds, seven-game series. Minor League Baseball, it's its a complete afterthought. It's like season's done. They just want to get everybody home. Half the time, like in AAA, the guys are sh- up to the majors. So if you make the playoffs, you don't even have the same team playing in the playoffs. It's best of three. Get it out of here quick. Get it over with. We're done. What do you guys think about something like that?
3: Well, yeah, it, I, no, I agree with you. I've been to some Indianapolis-Indian playoff games, and attendance is low. They're offering specials uh, at the concessions. I, I think when the Indians have home playoff games, they offer the Dollar Monday uh, option. Uh, when I was back home in New Jersey, I, I was able to see the Newark Bears and the New Jersey Jackals win championships the same season. And what was funny is that the Jackals were playing a team from Winnipeg who were packing their venue – so much that Winnipeg said, Hey, let's play all the games here and split the cost, uh, share the cost. And New Jersey's like, No, we'll play in front of like 1200 fans over in Little Falls, New Jersey. But, um, you're right. It's just you're not promoting playoff games because you don't know, you know, when, if you're going to make them or not. And I, I can't, except for that St. Paul Saints game a few, um, about last month. I've never seen a, a packed house for a minor league baseball game playoff.
0: Yeah, yeah, neither have I. And the difference is, just like you said, they don't have the advanced workup to yeah. attract the groups or the crowds. in. No matter what kind of specials they do, they'll do like a 10-for-1 special, and it won't matter in the playoffs.
3: Well, and then sometimes they raise the ticket prices. I know the Indians raise it a couple bucks for playoffs. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're begging people to come in here, and it just goes to show you that you know most people just want to go see minor league baseball for the promotions, the fireworks, the bobbleheads. You know they really don't. I mean they care if the team wins, but uh, I mean I would love to see ten thousand people yeah. out at an Indians game, and sometimes it's played during the week, like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So you know,
2: yeah, I, I I don't get minor league baseball playoffs at all. Um and then in some leagues in some of the lower leagues you got like the half season winner.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: And and I don't really get how that fits in. Um But you know, funny enough, I I would say you got kind of two opposites with with uh with minor league baseball, it's like, you know, is it done yet? You know, let's let's do two series and and you know, best of none and <laughs>
0: Let's go home. Let's play Uh, rock paper scissors and get it done. (laughs) If you're,
2: if you're, you know, think about this. You're, you're going to the playoffs, and it's like a demotion, right? As a player, like if you're going to the playoffs, you're not getting a September call up. You know, it's, it's like, it's like you're being punished. (laughs) But then on the other side, like minor league hockey, um, to just essentially mimic the juniors are the same way. Yeah. Well, juni, yeah, juniors. I don't know. I think juniors is juniors are a little bit different because the Memorial Cup is so different and so kind of iconic. But, you know, minor league hockey to me is is way too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I you know, I think I think most people would say that that the hockey playoffs and, and the basketball playoffs are too long Um, in, at the major level
0: in minor league. It's like, oh, my gosh, way too long. Well, the last couple of seasons the AHL has actually ended after the NHL yeah wow Something's like in right these at least in junior like the Memorial Cup is done in May
2: yeah. and it's a it's it's a specific tournament date and it's you know they like they have to they have to promote it well before you know who's in it I mean other than the host team of course um, and and most of the time it's all sold out before the teams are figured out Uh. So, you know, like it's it's not like you're you're in in bikini weather, you know, when it's hockey season still.
1: <laughs> it's always bikini it's never... weather
2: for me.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> why I'm not going to Philly anytime soon. But there is one <laughs> hockey league that has bar none the best playoff setup of any of them. And I'm talking about the Southern Pro Hockey League. Oh god. Because I think they got rid of the first that round. They don't do your traditional Eight teams make the playoffs, but they don't do one versus eight, two versus seven, et cetera. If you're the top seed, you get to pick who you play. So if you like, if you don't like the eighth seed, or if it's too long to travel, or if that's a team that's given you a hard time all year, you could take the next. You could take any other team you want, and then the second seed gets the next pick, and so on. And I think I think that should be a thing in all the leagues. And how that work for Peoria? Yeah, sometimes it backfires on
3: you. <laughs> I, I heard they were. I heard they got rid of that this year, but I, I, I'm not sure.
0: Um, oh, I hope not, because I because I love it. And well, Dan, the, I know the, we've talked about it. Well, see,
3: and, and then getting back with like uh, attendance, Peoria when they finished number one last year and, and was able to pick their opponent. I don't. They were not able to play in their home arena. They had to play at another facility because that was booked for either Bradley Basketball or, or some other kind of event. So, I mean, that doesn't happen in minor league baseball, but I don't know how common that is in hockey where, okay, we made the playoffs, we're a top seed, we're moving, we're advancing. Oh, you can't play in the arena. Why? Oh,
0: you, you, you can't. The circus. AHL had that problem for years, years. Mm-hmm. The circus would screw everybody. Yeah, ice follies, Disney yeah. on ice. It's no, amazing. it was always the circus. With Barnum and Bailey Circus would always be running the Northeast in the springtime, and every year it would be like Russian roulette as to what your playoff Especially wow. in the early rounds, what it would look like. I mean, I, I saw a series where it was best out of seven, and you'd be doing like a one, three, two, one, or I even saw we had one against Worcester. I think one year It was one, 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 one because Ooh. just because of building availability.
2: I think I, I feel that there was an arena ball that was uh not played where it should have been because of the uh because of the circus or something like that. I, I know San Jose I think had a play in Stockton. Yeah. That's right. I think that was it. That was like that. the
3: last game. That was the last game they played. That,
2: that was. I think. Yeah. They, they
0: won and they done.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I think the owner was like, "Screw this league. I'm out of here."
0: <laughs> so, are there are there any leagues that we feel should do things a little differently? Dave, you already said that you think basketball and hockey go on for too long. Yeah, it's, it's too long.
2: Too. Um, get out. <laughs>
0: get no, out right now.
2: <laughs> well, you know. Nobody wants to see Dan going the, to the game in his bikini. So I don't know. I kind of would like to see that. <laughs> Family show. Come on.
3: You, you know what I would like to see in the NBA? Like maybe a shortened season and a shortened playoff. But in the middle, you take your top – you take all the teams. You put them in like an NCAA knock, knockout style round. Uh, you know, you take the best – their highest ranked team. You have them play the lowest rank. And – you know, you call that some kind of championship, and
0: you can hang a banner. Oh, like the what? What do they do in soccer? What's that called? The U.S. Open Cup or something like that?
3: You got the U.S. Open Cup, yeah. and yeah. Uh, where you play, you know, the all the amateurs play the third division, the fourth division, and it's mostly MLS teams in the final.
0: Did somebody work all the way up to the finals in that last year or the year before? Some low-level team went pretty. They had a good run. I don't know if they made the finals. It was, like, the, wasn't it the Fire?
3: Well, no, it was it was like a USL team. Yeah, it was
0: it was a, a lower oh, level. Okay.
3: I know the Rochester Rhinos are the uh, since the MLS began are the only non MLS team to win it uh, in the last twenty five years.
2: And then, isn't that I, how? I, um, isn't that how the Concacaf representatives are picked from that tournament?
0: They go play like they go oh, be yeah, killed by yeah. the
2: Mexican teams and. I don't know.
0: I've exhausted all my soccer knowledge with that one fact. So. <laughs> <laughs> I looked that and, up. Hey, how about we're talking about the postseason in Europe. They don't even do a postseason. No, you no. The yeah, regular you know, season, you're the champion, and that and that's something that I find interesting about the playoffs and, and the people
2: that complain about how well, playoffs work. Promotion relegation it, is what the key. It, is. it seems. It seems that you know the media types want the quote unquote best team to win always, right? which would be whatever team is the best in the regular season. But they're going to uh like that's not the way playoffs work, right? That and that's not what makes playoffs interesting. You know, how many how many years has the winner of the President's Trophy actually won the Stanley Cup? It's not a it's not too many. Um and that's what makes hockey playoffs interesting is you never really know. Uh to me, the NBA should wipe out the first round altogether. It's the biggest waste of time going. you know. Either that or they should go play it in China or something. <laughs> oh,
0: hey, you <laughs> said nobody could talk about China today, Dave. Put them on <laughs> you. What's that? What's them that no, no, sorry, my bad. They should dumb. go
2: play it in Hong Kong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so, I know. Uh, oh I'm sorry.
2: No, Go ahead, Mark.
3: Well, I know in England, I think in League one or league two or both, they'll take the top two teams and then they'll take the three, four, five, six. They'll play in – they'll have like a small bracket. Whoever wins that gets promoted, uh, the third-place team. So there is that in the lower divisions. But, uh, you know, like when Manchester City won the championship, they they won it because they had the best record in the league, not because they won a playoff series.
0: Oh, and, you know, I just thought of something. The premier lacrosse league this year – not yeah. only did they have a playoff bracket for the championship, they had a bracket for the first-round pick. Hmm. Wow. So they started with four teams in the championship bracket. The lower two teams were in the, the first-pick bracket. So once you lost in the top bracket, they, they went to the first-pick bracket. It was kind of convoluted, but it was actually pretty cool. Once you could understand how the seating worked, so it ended up I think like the fourth place team ended up winning the top pick in the draft and the second place team ended up winning the championship. So it was pre- it was just it was something different and it was pretty cool I thought. Uh my my favorite
2: playoff situation is the simplest. It's uh it's the NCAA basketball tournament. <laughs> Single elimination, anything can happen. And you know, for those who are a little freaky about, you know, quote, the best team has to win all the time. You know, how many times has it been, you know, it's, it's always that, that small chunk of teams. Like, I mean, this year seemed like a little bit of an outlier with Virginia winning, but Kentucky's always in the mix and Duke is always in the mix and North Carolina's always in the mix and Kansas is always in the mix. But, you know, you do have those, those great upsets that, that just make it so exciting. And, there is not a better situation for gambling in the, yeah. the, in the NCAA tournament. It is so simple. It's pick the winner. This team beats this team and then this team beats this team and then they play off and then uh, reseeding is fine, but it, it loses its luster. It makes it too complicated to try and figure out at the beginning of the playoffs, who you think is going to be there at the end. So I, I prefer. Like that straight mm. that straight bracket where, you know, so what? So the eighth team beats the first team. Who cares? You know, it shouldn't recede because that monkeyed up everything. Yeah. It should
0: just yeah. this is the tournament. Go. Yeah. Something to be said for that for sure. All right. So given all this, who's got the best playoffs, guys? What sport is the best playoffs? <laughs>
3: <laughs> hockey you'll see some shocking upsets from time to time more than what you'll see in the national basketball association i mean how many how many eight seats have been a one seed in the nba in recent memory it doesn't one. happen too often I think
2: it's one One. Was it, it seattle once, i think
3: denver yeah. seattle and that was
0: eons yeah. ago i've got to go with dan i mean and ho- hockey playoffs are a death match it's a death march whatever you want to call it it's total attrition um, those guys are so beat up I mean every year we talk about alright how many guys on this team needed surgery. I mean you, you look at the Blues and the Bruins last year right after that series ended everybody went to the hospital <laughs> it was it was like Rocky 1 or Rocky 2 <laughs> Rocky 2 yeah oh, went to the man. hospital after the, after the games
2: um, One thing about yes, the right. NHL playoffs and this isn't like a format piece is it to me it's it's so different than the game that's played uh, during the season right it, it, and it's been like that forever now you know back in in the in the drop the gloves punch era um suddenly right. there were no there were no fights in the playoffs right. uh but yeah. the the struggle I have with with the hockey playoffs is like the mentality just changes and you get that Don Cherry sort of, well, just let the boys play. It's the playoffs. You can't call that holding in the playoffs because it's the playoffs. Well, wait a second. It's holding, isn't it? You call the holding. So I that it's not a format piece, but that part I, I struggle with with the hockey playoffs.
0: And they're long. And, and I think everything I just said about hockey, flip it, and that's what makes the football playoffs so awesome, is it's that one and done, that do or die. Hmm. Like, I mean, in hockey – you were never gonna get what happened in 2007. The the Patriots would not have lost a seven game series to the Giants. <laughs> they would have lost that one game because of the helmet catch and then wiped them out the other four. So the 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 suspense of that one and done is, is awesome too. So, but I don't Man, know. If it's, we did series in place.
2: football, holy, we'd still be playing the like 2010 Super Bowl like right now.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, so, God, uh, Dave, Mark, what's your votes for best, best playoffs out of them all?
2: I'm with <laughs> the, I, I'm going with the NCAA basketball tournament. Um, you know but what I, do I like? Yeah. I do like the Junior Hockey Memorial Cup and how it's a round robin tournament. And, um, both of them are, are unique. I mean, I, I wouldn't want all the playoffs to be the same in anything. I, I like that they're different.
3: Yeah. I mean, in hockey, I think sometimes there's too many teams you know and and basketball you you know you got some terrible 500 teams making it uh but hockey you know it's a different season you know you don't know what's going to happen you know back when the devils were one of the elite teams they would get upset by ottawa or pittsburgh and you are like how the heck did that happen you know like like at least make the second or or conference round but uh yeah hockey is just it's a whole new ball game anything changes baseball with the wild card right now, especially with Washington, that's kind of unpredictable. But it's uh, it's, it's a little bit more in hockey. So,
0: but you, it, you guys like yeah. that wild card game at baseball?
3: Yes, I yeah, love it. No, no, I love it. I love it. All I right, love we're, it. We're, we're anonymous when, there. When your team wins. But yeah, the final four though is still that's you know you like when the small school wins and you know makes a charge towards the final four. That's always exciting. All of a All sudden, excellent. any,
0: any uh, bucket list items playoff bucket list for any of you guys? For me. All of them. I haven't been to any of them. Super Bowl, World Series, Stanley Cup Finals, Final Four. I'll take any of them, yes. At,
1: at this point, the way the Flyers are going, uh, I'm just, I just want to get to a first-round playoff game <laughs> Just see that. <laughs>
3: well, right. uh, back in 96, I had a chance to go to the World Series, uh, Game 6, which my friends waited in line, not knowing that Game 6 was going to be the final mm-hmm. game where the Yankees won, they weighed in a line at Yankee stadium overnight to get tickets, 40 bucks a piece. And my attitude back then was like, I don't want to see the Yankees. Uh. But if I had gave them the 40 bucks to get me the ticket, I could be here saying that I've been to a world championship. Yeah. I mean, a world series clinching yeah. game. I'll be at the Yankees, but you know, I can have that on my, my pedigree. So, oh you well. Know, it-
2: there are a couple. Actually, thinking about it now, I mean, I have done some uh, NCAA basketball uh, tournament, not the finals, um, and those were those were pretty neat. And, and I have done the four, Frozen Four twice, uh, which was,
0: I don't I've know, a little disappointing. Four. I think that's because uh, you went in Buffalo. That doesn't count.
2: Yeah, in Buffalo, the uh, the promoters did a really poor job, and and they. They priced themselves out of the market and it showed. Uh, it would have probably been better if they would have had maybe like, um, more central New York, you know, team. If, if one of those small schools could have made a, a miracle run, like a, a St. Lawrence or a Clarkson or whatever. Uh, Minnesota Duluth is not a huge draw, I would assume, but I mean, my bucket, my bucket list, I mean, sure like Paul I'd I'd love to go to all of them but like the reality of that is um what's what's less than slim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where I am, right? Like I'd have to have a really I'd have to have a gold plated bucket to do those on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah, but do, my I wanna, reality... do I want I
0: want to have a house or do I want to go to a Super Bowl? Yeah,
2: game? yeah, yeah. But my reality bucket list is is the Memorial Cup. Is is the the whole thing. Um I have done the finals uh when Windsor won at home. But yeah, and I've said it before, it's my retirement gift to myself. Wherever it is, I'm going, I'm going to go for the week, do the whole tournament and, and it'll probably be in Guelph. <laughs> so I won't have to go anywhere and it won't be that exciting. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably the top of my playoff bucket list is,
0: is the Memorial Cup. All right. And with that, I think it's time to wrap it up. I want to thank everyone for listening. So, uh, Dan, where can our listeners follow you online?
1: I never elaborated on Washington Phillies.
0: We don't have another hour, though.
1: Wouldn't take an hour.
0: Okay, go for it. I just
1: want to say, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm damn doing it. Do it. Oh, God damn goddamn doing it. We'll
0: so, try to get it in in an hour. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: trust me, if, if Mark doesn't uh, interrupt, it'll be five minutes. Um, hey, no. <laughs> uh, so uh, I want the Nationals fans to listen to me. Um, you're no better than Phillies fans. For years, I heard how terrible we are because we gave Jason Worth crap. I say we, I never booed the guy because I like Jason Wirth. Uh, and then you had the opportunity to be better, and you, you're, you're crappier. You wished autism against uh, uh, Bryce Harper's kid because you didn't like him. And as you advanced and keep advancing into the series, you keep talking about Bryce Harper. He doesn't care. He's been playing uh, Fortnite and spending time with his family. He doesn't care about you. Um, but I do want to say this. Um, it's fun. I, I, I stick by every word I said about the Washington DC thing. Uh, I hope the Nat, the nats do win. So the redskins and Dan Snyder, that piece of crap scumbag human being, uh, looks even worse because it would make me laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Uh, and also I don't want to see another Yankees World Series. You mentioned the Yankees ninety six. No. Oh, Yankees another world. Oh I, I feel so bad that Yankees have uh not won a World Series in uh whatever many years. <laughs> Ten years. minutes. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, twenty hey, minutes.
2: Longer than the Red Sox have gone. So. Exactly.
1: Uh well, yeah, but the Red Sox <laughs> went, what, four thousand years without a World Series? Almost. Uh but to stick on point here, um uh for, coming from uh all kidding aside, uh, as a Phillies fan, I can't even be mad. I don't care about the Nats in that way. The Phillies front office, the people—I I, want to say this because I got in an argument with a Philly uh, friend, I consider a really good friend—about how um I just hate the Nats. Well, the Nats didn't do anything to you. Your front office did. You guys saw that—that that you saw the scores. You guys saw me tweeting about it. You should be mad at your team and your front office and your staff letting go and here. Here's Bryce Harper. Uh, what about pitching? Nah, <laughs> it's fine. We, we're, we're good. And then we see how that went. Whether McCutcheon was getting injured or not, which I that's when all the heart left that team. When McCutcheon went down, it was over. Um, You did nothing. Middleton, Klintak, you did nothing to help that team. You just you got what was his name from the Mets? Uh I don't even know anymore. Alonzo? Tom Seaver. No, no,
3: <laughs> no, that would have helped. Well, there's a lot of guys from the Mets. No, they did have a better record one guy. Than the
1: one guy. We got one guy in the, in the trades, and I forgot who. He, I don't even care anymore because we got one guy. Gary Carter. Yeah, uh, mute him. Uh,
3: oh, uh Jay Bruce. No.
1: All right, two guys. Pitching. Pitching.
3: Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. the uh... right, Exactly.
1: You don't remember either. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> No, he
3: actually, actually, was pitching pretty well uh, before he left the Mets. Yeah,
1: then he went
0: to Philly. Um, oh, God. Oh, wow. I, th- I know who you're talking about. No,
1: Jay Bruce was great when he wasn't injured. Wow. Jay Bruce was fantastic. Uh, my point the is... is, is the only... Vargas.
3: Jason Vargas. Vargas,
1: thank you. The only there person, the only people you should be mad at uh, is the people running the Philly? Who cares that the Nats have never won a World Series? The Expos have never won the World Series, and I don't mean that uh in an insulting way. It's the same franchise; they have never won a championship. Calm the hell down. You, the Nats winning the World Series has no effect on a Phillies fan. I'm still wearing my Phillies shirt. I don't care. Um, however, uh, you need to focus on your front office and accepting you could we could argue all day about gabe kapler i'm under 5 minutes paul so that's fine uh we could argue about gabe kapler uh he was the scapegoat then they're going to get away with another um so-so off season and sitting there staring at paper and doing nothing because they had their scapegoat and was gabe kapler it's all his fault uh 50-50 he worked with what he had and it wasn't very much barring the fact that i don't think he's a very good coach and he has very little experience now, on to the other side. Well, I wish them luck, and I mean that sincerely. If you think I care, that you waited 15 whole years to have success, and you think that's a long time, I don't care. <laughs> Good luck, but, yeah, I don't care. Uh, other than that, I just wanted to uh, put on record that any Phillies fans mad at Nationals as a team or any of their fans, calm down. It's not their fault, let them enjoy it. I didn't expect this run. It's fun to watch them pound the crap out of people who are like it's the national oh, oops, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. I just wanted that on record. Uh, also Bryce Harper doesn't
0: care about you. Leave my boyfriend I gotta alone. say i'm I'm enjoying watching them just pound the tar out of the cardinals. oh my so God, okay
1: with me. I hate the cardinals why why do we why are we mad that they're beating the
2: cardinals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, can I make a comment on yeah. the on the whole Bryce Harper thing? Nah, no, maybe. Okay. Um, I kind of get it now. I I don't know what you were talking about. Uh, wishing autism on the Oh, I, I was. Mean, be, it was. Sar- I was.
1: I was being sarcastic because a few a few fans uh heckled Bryce the last uh, DC Philly season a series, and they said, "We hope your kid gets autism." His brand. His newborn kid. Uh, that's, and that's hold on. Weak. Let me just add that goes to one of the things this good friend said was, "National fans, they all suck. And my reply to him was, Oh, so not the whole fan base only applies to Philadelphia? <laughs> Come on.
2: So, that. you know, this is how I look at this. Um, there, there was this rash of, of jersey burning and, you know, people being, uh, uh, really upset when, when, um,
0: whoever i'm gonna show that team i'm gonna burn this jersey i paid a hundred and something bucks
2: <laughs> yeah all right i'll show them. yeah uh and then it it kind of went the other way where you know we were we were all just supposed to be you know well it's their right to leave it's their right you're right it is their right and that's fine but i think that is really not looking at what the relationship between a a fan and a player is, a star player on a team. It's like a marriage or it's like, you know, being with a girlfriend or something. And, you know, if you're like, let's use the Cavs as a, as an example, right? LeBron James is there. He left and he came back and he left again. Now,
1: Now, wouldn't you leave Cleveland too though?
2: No, I love Cleveland. Oh, Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I actually, I like Cleveland better than Los Angeles. Oh, but that yeah, LA is overrated. Nice weather, overrated. Uh, oh, great.
0: I'm going to LA in a couple months.
2: LA's <laughs> definitely overrated. Go ahead, just go to Cleveland instead.
0: Uh, I'm Cleveland. I want to go to LA. But well, you know,
2: yeah. if if your girl leaves you for like some hunky, you know, beautiful actor guy who's way richer than you are, are you happy for her or are you still mad at her? I think you're still mad at her, <laughs> regardless of. Oh no, of no,
1: no! Time. You must have understood what I was saying. I did not mean that they weren't allowed to be angry. I'm saying, ta- I'm saying that all all those years that Philly gave Jason Worth crap, and people are like, yeah, well, he won a se- World Series for you. It's still the same relationship you're talking about, Dave, right? Yeah. Your lover left. Uh, all those years, I heard about how crappy we were, and 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 how your whole city sucks because you, a couple people booed Jason Worth. And I know I've been to those games where I told some of those drunk Eagles fans, not Phillies fans, to shut up. Uh, at Nats Park, be quiet. You, you're an idiot and you're drunk. Go sit down. Uh, they earned that. But my point was, is you told me for years how bad we were and you did the same thing because you, that's the reaction. They, that's how you're supposed to react. Your dude left. You have that. you're Of course you're going to react that way. But what I'm saying... I, is you're now on the eve of the world series. You've made it without your guy. He's, he, you need to stop talking about him. I mean, you don't need to. I, who cares what I'm talking about? Nobody <laughs> cares what I am. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is you have a team that's kicking ass right now and you need to focus on them and not, oh, I'm going to be talking about Bryce Harper. That man doesn't, that man stopped caring a long time ago. Um, but no, I'm talking as far as the see, C- absolutely earned it. I'm not saying they shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying all that talk about how much uh, better DC was, is that he reacted the same way, like humans. That was all. I just wanted to, I just yep. wanted to say that Philly fans in general should not be better at the Nationals. They should be marching up to the gates of Citizens Bank Park and go, "We want better," and I'm deadly serious about what, how I'm acting right now. We need better. You did a sh- job on the off-season se- uh, off last year, and you did a sh- job this entire season doing nothing for the pitching, and you made us all look stupid, and you look stupid at that last press conference when you were like, it's Gabe Kapler's fault. You all should be ashamed. You should all be fired, and I'm trying not to curse so much again. I just need to get that off my chest. The Phillies front office is a joke, and until they're held to task for being a joke, it's gonna be a joke, and if you want the mid '80s to early '90s again, just keep going. Yes, that's you're
0: right. You're absolutely
3: right. Anyway, tell us how you really
0: feel. <laughs> you. You can get all this, on, all this, and more at Dan Law '83. <sighs> yeah,
1: hey, yeah, oh yeah, that was my sign off. Yeah, Dan Law. <laughs> Thanks.
0: And to all you idiots out there wishing autism uh, Bryce on Bryce Harper, you cannot. Catch autism. You cannot get autism. Yeah, that was the other thing. That's not how that something works. You're, something you're born with, or you're not.
1: <laughs> I hope he gets autism. Oh uh, wait, what? All
0: right, Mark. How about you? Any uh, Any stadium journeys planned for the upcoming two weeks? Well, and our listeners follow you online.
3: Well, I just found out that the Indy Eleven are going to be playing back at uh, IUPUI, which is a much better venue for soccer than, than Lucas Oil, uh, because. You get much better atmosphere. So, they're going to be hosting a playoff game in a couple weeks. So, I'll be definitely at that game. Uh, other than that, I'll, I'll just see where the schedule lands. Uh, Fort Wayne Comets are back in session, and I wouldn't mind getting up there to see a game. Find out what I wind up doing at Ballpark Hunter at Twitter or Instagram.
0: And, Dave, same questions for you. Stadium Journey's Plan, where can we follow you?
2: On Friday, I am heading to uh, Toronto to York University because we do not have a review of the York Lions hockey team. So I'll, really? be, I'll be hitting no that word. up. Uh, and the OUA basketball season tips off. So uh, it'll be uh, at the Athletic Complex for Laurier for that. Crossing my fingers that the Golden Hawks can make some uh, football playoff action happen. Happen. And uh, I'm taking I usually take my daughter and my son each on a road trip for Christmas uh, but my daughter is working now and she's a teenager and like her schedule is is goofy Ooh. so um, we figured we would do something that cost about the this. teenager so. We would cost about the same as a road trip. We are going to her very first Toronto Maple Leafs game. So.
0: Desert Bear, man. I breathe oh. the mountain air, man. I've traveled out oh. ahead my share, man. I've been everywhere.
3: I've been everywhere.